You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Mm, Clint. Hey, Hey, Clint. I don't know. What's up? I don't what's going know on over there, Clint? Know what's happening in my life and your life and the nation's life, mm, but hope is I in do. the air, Daniel. Mm, it's it 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 reeks of hope. That's exactly. There's a, there's there's a feeling of of hope as if a great weight and cloud has been lifted. It's game week, Clint. It there's is a game, game week. There's a game this weekend. Your football team and mine is yep. about to take the field. Low these very few days from now. Six, we are under a week. No longer double yes. digits. Not even under a week. We're we now five, five days. Five, five days. days. Y'all, y'all see what you're talking about here. Like, like if you haven't planned accordingly, if you haven't been prepping it up to this point for the last oh, six we months. Can't, we can't hardly help you at this point. We you're, can't. You're so far behind the curve. You're no. done. You're done. If you look around and you have no friends around you, guess what? You're the odd one out who's been left at the mm. station because we're all rolling. Uh, Actually, if you look around and have no friends around you, that probably means nobody's going to try to bother you or invite well, you to a wedding or something actually, on Saturday. And so you're going to be just fine. That's actually, a- <laughs> we're jealous of you all of a sudden. I don't know how this happened, but we're jealous of you. Hey, if you're new to the pod, welcome. This is Daniel. I am Clint. Uh, and we are here to talk about UGA sports particularly football because it's football season. And we're here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team, every single day, five days a week during in-season. Daniel and I are not gurus or insiders, but we are fans first and foremost, and we want you to be fans uh, first and foremost. Uh, So that's why we made this podcast, is for fans by fans, Daniel. That's right. Real takes from real fans. That's the kind of conversations that we are into. As Clint said, we try not to take ourselves too seriously. We don't have paywalls uh, that we're trying to lure you behind. We're just simply Georgia fans trying to make you a better fan uh, because we think that that matters. And this week of all the weeks, it matters. Oh, it matters. Um, so... Uh, a couple ways that you can engage with us if you're um, if you haven't been around the show, we really do appreciate you listening. Thank you very much. So just hit that subscribe button. It's all that we ask you to do. All it will do is make sure that you get our podcast every single day. Because as Clint said, we are here five days a week. We will be here walking with you every single day. Mm-hmm. That is not a Georgia football game day between now and game day. So um, the next time you don't hear a podcast mm-hmm. from us, that's right something better will be happening instead. You'll be hearing far better sounds coming from your audio devices. Uh, So just subscribe to the podcast. That way you can get the show every single day. If you've been around for a while and you enjoy the show, thanks for coming back. We really appreciate it. If you could just leave us a rating or a review, particularly on Apple Podcasts. It's the season now, and so people are going to be looking for Georgia Podcasts. And when you leave us a rating or review, it just helps other people find us. So we don't ask you to give us your money or anything like that. But we, uh, if you would do that for us, that helps us out a bunch. If you know somebody that's looking for a Georgia podcast, you can recommend the show. All that kind of stuff uh, is helpful as well. If you want to reach out, we would love to hear from you. We love interacting with you, especially during the season. As you watch the game, as you prep for the game, as you get ready for the game, we'd love to hear what your routine is and what your thoughts are. And so you can email us, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. We are there. Uh, in both those avenues uh, for you to interact with you. And we love hearing from you, uh, all of you that um, we talk to frequently. So, Clint, it's time to jump in. We have Mm -hmm. a pretty much all Georgia versus Arkansas week. Uh, Because uh, nobody cares about anything else besides that at this point. 
the the pre-production meeting has all been mapped out. Everything is looking good. But we do have one little bit of national news that happened last week. We were busy doing a season preview with M-Dubs. And so we didn't really get to talk about some of the news that broke towards the middle of last week. And that is, uh, Clint, don't look now. Oh. But the Big Ten has decided, Shh. wait for it, that it is suddenly quite safe to play football. Clint, did you know this? Daniel, I'm so glad that the Big Ten has finally come out and said they, they pulled their head from out of the sheets like the little kid mm. in the corner who, who thought yes. they were just leaving the bad yes. situation. And they looked around right. and they said, wait, wait, where, where'd all my friends go? Well, no, see, a lot has changed in the several weeks that it's been oh, since they canceled now. football and uh, subsequently reinstated football. We'll see. Um, no, no, not really anything. Oh. Nothing has changed. Here's the one thing that has changed. Everyone else was like, uh, see you, Big Ten. We're going to go ahead and play the football without you. That's all. And so now all of a sudden the Big Ten is is quite motivated. Big Ten towards, uh, I guess, the 24th of October. They'll be back. Sure. Uh, eight games in eight weeks. What, what, could, be, what could be simpler? Um, why try to spread it out and throw in a bunch of off days why? when you can just yeah, delay why? everything why and then cram it all into one? No, let's, no let's cram you don't down. want that. No. Yeah. No. That'll be fine. No, we're good. That will be fine. Because, Let me, because it wasn't safe to start. But certainly, no, now, that, now that we have the all clear, nothing will mm-hmm. inhibit those eight weeks from going off without a hitch. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Now, listen. Um, we jest and we joke because, um, don't forget, the Big Ten is, a, is joke. a joke. It's an absolute travesty of an organization, and it deserves to be mocked and ridiculed Endless without time. it. But now, let me let me set the record straight. Okay. okay? Do, should we do – maybe we queue up the public service announcement do we, music? I think, do we I have think the, this is the, the more you know segment. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, play the sound effect, M-Dubs. Um, <laughs> listen, this is – I just need this to be clear. Okay. This is good news, it's great news for college football. This is good news for the University of Georgia. It is. Okay? It's, it's good news. Don't try to spin it any other way. Don't try to look at it any other way. Listen, Georgia fans, you don't want – to win a national championship in a season when Ohio State is not no. allowed to compete. No, you don't want to you hear that. You don't want to do it. No. Because the, it's not the Ohio State fans you have to worry about, Clint. Mm-mm. Which fan base is it? Which fan base is it going to be that's never going to stop talking to Georgia about how Ohio State wasn't playing? Florida. Tennessee, oh, it's the Florida fan base. Alabama. That's correct. Yeah. Um, you don't want that. So now it's all as it should be. Correct. Okay? Let me make a second point. Please, please do not listen to Paul Feinbaum. Oh, gosh. Ever. 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 Stop. Ever. Stop messaging there. But however, continue. Ever. But um, please don't listen to Paul Feinbaum or anyone else when they try to spin this narrative that there's going to be all this drama and the playoff committee is going to have a real fight on their hands when you've got a Big Ten champion who's only played seven games because of COVID, and then you've got a one-loss SEC runner-up. Who should get into the playoff? Listen to me. Uh, It's never been about the record for these teams getting in the playoff. 
It's about which team the committee believes is better at football. That's it. Okay? That's it. It's never been about the record. It's never been about anything else. And so, look, if Ohio State wins all their games mm-hmm. and wins the Big Ten, they, they're going to get in the playoff, and they should get in the playoff. Georgia, if we lose the SEC championship game and we have one loss and it's our only loss is to Alabama and Alabama has one loss but they beat us in the SEC championship game we beat them in the regular season they beat us in the SEC championship game guess what Alabama should go to the playoff and Ohio State should go to the playoff and Georgia shouldn't unless there's other teams that are less deserving that's don't that's it. don't don't try to backdoor your way in before the season even starts. No, no, right? no, no. It's don't weak. Head your bets. It's pathetic. It is. It's pathetic. That's a Florida move. Right? Don't be like Florida. Let's don't let's don't do that. If Georgia loses a game in the regular season, but then wins the SEC championship, there's nothing. There's no team that can keep them out of the playoff. No one. That's right. Okay. So let's just win, and then it'll all be taken. Just win, baby. Just win. Just just win. <laughs> just win. Uh, hey, you know what? Can't stop from getting into my mouth every single time it's in my house, Daniel. That's a that's a built uh, bar. It's a built bar. It's a okay. Bar. Absolutely. Yep. All right. That and queso during the season. Well, yeah. There's so many things. There's so many things. So, uh, built bar. If you don't know it by now, you should. Built bar is a delicious tasting protein bar. It is low in sugar. It is high in fiber. It is high in protein. It's keto approved. It's high most of all in flavor. These things taste incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are delicious. It's like a candy bar, quite literally, as you taste it. The chocolate, the coconut, uh, the orange, all the flavors. The new one, the caramel brownie. It's fantastic. It's great. It's glorious. Go to BuiltBar.com. Let them know that we sent you. Pick a box. Get $10 off your order. If you enter the promo code locked on, that's $10 off your order at billbar.com with the promo code locked on. All right, Daniel. Big 10, good for you. Welcome to the party. Glad you finally showed yourself and you want to play. This ain't no big this ain't no Big 10 podcast. No, no. No. What we're talking about now is we want to talk about what in the world is a Razorback? Daniel. What is an Arkansas? This is an Arkansas. What? It's just an educational segment. We're going to continue the more you know theme. Michael, cue the jingle again. One more time. Don't know if we have the rights to it, but who cares? It's a jingle. For for crying out loud, how can we not have the rights to a jingle? (laughs) Uh, What is an Arkansas, and what should Georgia expect as we play them? How do you want to do this, Clint? Let's just ping pong it back and forth. Let's just rapid fire uh, some thoughts. As okay. we look at the Arkansas team, we've done a bit of a dive. We've mm-hmm, looked at mm-hmm, some things. Mm-hmm. And so do you want to go first? you want me to go first? What, what do you got? Uh, let's get the obvious things out of the way real quick. Okay, Sam let's Pittman, do beloved friend, right. and one Long-time time friend of the show. Long-time friend of the show. One time, almost caller in. We almost got him on the hook, and he backed out last night. No, mm. um, had an obligation. Had an up. obligation. Uh, the obligation now, was... He needed to know we exist, and he had everything else to do except call into the show. Turns out really not his fault, more of our fault kind of situation. Executive producer intern Michael, that one feels like it's on you. That's on you. Just if I'm totally clear. That's on you. Um, Let's try to get Sam Pittman on the horn later in the week, see if we can get him to talk about the game. Redeem yourself, Michael. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sam Pittman, uh, now coaching for the Razorbacks. He brought with him a couple people that, uh, well, Daniel, are actually... Familiar names. I was just going to say, we may know them a little bit. Uh, Mm, Defensive coordinator, one-time Missouri head coach, Barry Odom, is now 
on staff. Let's talk about let's talk about these coordinators individually. So before sure. you get to the offensive coordinator, let me just ask you: How do you feel about the Barry Odom hire? How do you feel about Barry Odom as defensive coordinator at Arkansas? Look, uh, he was the perfect Missouri head coach. Missouri is not going to do much better than a Barry Odom type tier coach. Okay. What about Eli Drinkovitz? Yeah. <laughs> Drinkowitch. But by the time the Drink season, a witch. by the time the season ends, we swear we'll get that name right. But until which Drinkle, we don't. No, really I'm care. not. I commit to never learning his name, okay, listeners. Good. I commit to. It. Uh, no, Barry Odom, actually, uh, pretty good defensive-minded coach. Not a good oh. head coach, but defensive-minded coach. Daniel, he knows a thing or two. I would be happy to have Barry Odom as a defensive coordinator at my institution. I think this is a great hire by Sam Pittman. Um, and Missouri's defenses have always uh, troubled UGA Absolutely. while Barry Odom was was at the helm. Now, the teams were overmatched very often, but um, Barry Odom can scheme a defense now. Now, who, who, who are the players that he has to work with? That's a different question. But yeah. Barry Odom, I think that's a great hire. It is a great Offensive hire. coordinator, Clint. Oh, who's that? Oh, a uh, name that has been bounced around a few times in recent years. Uh, that is one Bryles. And no, 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 not that Bryles you're thinking of. It's Kendall Bryles, the junior hmm. Bryles. The he's son. Over there, the son. Uh, he's over there playing. He comes from a couple of different stops along the way. He was coaching at Baylor along with Pops. He was the offensive coordinator at Baylor in 2016. Then he went to assistant head coach down at Florida Atlantic in 17. 18, he was assistant head coach at Houston. And then last year, he was offensive coordinators and QB coach at Florida State. And now he is the offensive coordinator at Arkansas, Daniel. That's, uh, uh, if I'm counting correctly, that's five jobs in five years for Kendall Bryles? A lot of jobs. A lot of leases broken. A lot of miles. A lot of boxes, Uh, man. Yeah. Best friends with a real estate agent, apparently. Um, Uh, This this is a fascinating hire to me. For Sam Pittman, um, Kendall Bryles obviously comes from the Art Bryles school of uh, pitch it all around, speed it up, run that's the right. tempo. Um, maybe that's what Sam wants to do over there. We'll right. see. We we shall see how it goes uh, with Kendall Bryles. Um, Kendall Bryles joining up with uh, Felipe Franks. Oh, gosh. Uh, Transfer quarterback often mentioned on the podcast. Longtime friend of the show. Long Again. time. Look, long time. For- look, Felipe Franks can, can continue to quarterback in the SEC for as long as he wants. I submit we give him as many fifth, sixth, seventh year eligibility that That's man right. wants. Just give it to him. That's right. Whatever COVID stipulations need to be put into effect, let let Felipe Franks be- reap the benefits of all of them because uh, he's coming in. They had a uh, they had a dual threat quarterback, pretty highly ranked kid, yeah. four star kid that they signed this last year. You know Sam Pittman going to recruit. Oh, Sam Pittman going to get them recruits. He's going to get them recruits. But they had a force. This, but the the job belongs to Felipe Franks. It will definitely be his. Um, And uh, you know the story of Felipe Franks and what his his history is with Georgia. So uh, we won't belabor. We won't belabor that point. Um, What else? What else jumps out to you about Uh, this Arkansas team? I'm just going to tell you, Daniel. I, I actually have a surprising take on the offense outside of Felipe Franks. Let's do this. Then I want to talk on the other side of this break. All right. Daniel, I teased a little bit. Uh, I said that I have a surprising take 
on this offense. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down. Okay, you should be. Uh, there are some players on this offense outside of Felipe Franks, Daniel. Oh, yeah. There's some Oh, players. there is. And if you There's one in particular. Who do you got that's that's catching your eye? This, this kid, Raheem Boyd, mm-hmm. this kid can, can tote the football. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, 1,100 yards last season. Um, uh, he had 1,100 yards. You know, he had 15.3 carries per game last year. Hold the so we're talking about this kid got 15 touches a game, mm-hmm. and he rushed for 1,133 yards, 6.2 yards per carry. Now, that's not the stat that I'm most interested in. Let me talk to you about this. Raheem Boyd last year had four runs of 70-plus last season. Four runs of 70-plus. So this is a home run threat coming out of the backfield, Clay. Uh, 6'206", listed on their website. The kid can ball. Don't don't sleep. I know we got speed. I know we got players. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Rakeem Boyd is – he scares me a little, Daniel. He scares well, he's a player. Me That's what we're I mean. going to get to some of that. We're going to get to some of that on tomorrow's show, I think. But um, this kid's a straight up player. Last chance, you uh, star. Yeah, he was right. on that show, and now um, apparently Arkansas is the actual last chance. It's quite you, literal. Which I don't. It was like the middle chance. You uh, was the place that he was when he was on that show. It turns out because now he's at yet another spot. Erroneously um, named. Shame on you. Erroneously named. Uh, who else you got that stands out to you on this offense? Uh, look, there's a couple wide receivers, Daniel, that you should not you should not think Arkansas and should not think, oh, they're just going to be Sam Pittman, grind it out, get some big old hog mollies up front. Uh, because Traylon Burks and Trey Knox, these two sophomore kids, these are four-star wide receivers, Daniel, uh, mm. that were in the recruiting okay. class. So two four-star kids. Um on the outside at wide receiver. Now, again, they have Felipe Franks thrown to them, which... Bleh. But Traylon Burks is 6'3", 232. Daniel, that, yeah. that's, that's, that's a recipe for a quarterback who can't throw anything, just tossing mm-hmm. it he up. Fixes some of that. He yeah. fixes some of those things. Uh, Trey Knox, 6'5", 207. Daniel, uh, hmm. those are some... Big targets on the outside there, mm-hmm. physically dominant. You throw in junior Mike Woods, who tied for the team lead in receptions last year, uh, coming back as well. There's a few playmakers on the outside, and it's all – you know Sam Pittman. I don't know what they had in that cupboard on offensive line, Clint. That doesn't matter. And I don't – quite frankly, don't care very nope. much. But you know Sam Pittman is going to have that offensive line coached to the best of their abilities and beyond. And so you have a run game that includes – Rakeem Boyd, who I think is probably one of the five best running backs in the SEC. Oh, without a question. Easily. Yes. Yeah. Um, and and so you, you throw in a run game with him, an offensive line-minded coach like Sam Pittman, and then you throw in a, an experienced quarterback, albeit one that we don't necessarily think all that highly of, and some talented playmakers on the outside – there is uh, a bit of a recipe for success. Now, Clint, the defense <laughs> for Arkansas. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Let's just quite, say. Quite the opposite feeling, I think, is a fair. Barry Odom has got his hands full. Okay. 
<laughs> let me just read. Let me just call out some numbers, Clint, Go because right we are talking about <laughs> some pure disgust. Oh. Um, four hundred and fifty total yards per game. Oh no. 221 and a half rushing yards per game. That's how much they allowed last year. To the tune of 36.8 points per game is how much they allowed. Whoopsie. Opponents converted 46% of their third downs against Arkansas, meaning <laughs> meaning you get them to third down and half the time don't even matter. We're just still marching I'll down that field. Keep going. Uh, Clint, there was no good part of no. this defense no. last year. Okay, we're talking about uh, 221 rushing yards per game? Good night! No, 450 total yards that. a game? 30, 37 points a game you're giving up? Like, that's not... Um, There's a reason this team has lost nine, I repeat, nine straight SEC games. Bleh. And they have lost. Oh no no no! Sorry 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 sorry. They have lost nine straight football games. Let me restate. They have lost nineteen. There it is. Straight SEC games. They are on a nineteen-game SEC losing streak. Who do they play in the non-conference this year, Clint? Is it? It probably gets easier for them though, Daniel. It probably lightens up a bit. Oh, for, oh. oh no! Oh. It's a ten-game conference-only schedule, so. Oh. Uh, 19 straight. Will this be the year that Arkansas finally gets an SEC win? Um, Chad Morris had none. Gosh. Just let this sink in. Just what are we even doing? No, I know. I uh, what was the what was the game? Was it North Texas? Who was it that came on down to Arkansas and beat them at home uh, into the Chad Morris was, area? Was it, was it Colorado State? No, Colorado no. State. They, they Arkansas won that game. I can't. I it can't was somebody that. like that. Anyway, it they're bad. They're really bad. Their linebackers are undersized. Their DBs are undersized. The biggest linebacker they got is like two twenty. The biggest DB they got, I swear, is 5'11", 180. It's not a good look for them. They don't have size. They don't have a lot of speed. Uh, it's going to be hard for them to play catch up with Felipe Franks at the helm. Um, we're going to get into a lot more in-depth coverage of who just exactly these Razorbacks are. Dan and I's take on them, maybe some matchups that we think are important on tomorrow's episode. But let me just say this. Don't be shocked. Don't don't sleep on Arkansas's offense. They got some playmakers, okay, y'all? They do. That That's correct. And I do think they will get an SEC win this season. This year. Nice. So that's I do think they will get a win. It won't be on Saturday, no. but uh, oh. that's a little preview of my prediction in case you're wondering who I'm going to take <laughs> in the game. Um, uh, but they do have some playmakers, and I do think Barry Odom will make a difference for that defense. Yes. Okay, like he, he is a better coach than John Chavis, who I believe is the man that he is running out of town. So um, uh, Barry Odom will make a different, uh, difference in that uh, defensive room. So I expect him to be a little bit better there. As Clint said, we've got more takes. Uh, the whole week, we're going to be laying out our thoughts and opinions in the ways uh, that we typically do. We're going to be giving you uh, detailed predictions as we get later in the week of exactly how we expect this game to unfold. little fact or fiction for you later. 
Mm-hmm. down the road little locks we're gonna have locks on every aspect of this game oh, gosh, as yeah. well as other games and then on tuesday uh tuesday's episode tomorrow's episode we will break down uh some things that we're excited about some things that we're nervous about and some things maybe that you should not be sleeping on all that and more tomorrow till then see ya see ya